another episode of the Deep Drive podcast. Um, this is your host, Micah, and your other host, Thomas Thoroughgood. Hello. Is, is that the first time we've said your last name? Um, I think it might be. Um, it's such a I d- British I don't think so I, I signed a, a permission slip for you to, to divulge my personal information. Person. We're there. the only two bosses as of right now, so yeah. <laughs> are we just going to make them for each other? And then just kind of... <laughs> No, that's fine. I feel like you a good <laughs> handshake. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, oh, oh no, you rejected. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have permission to to use my last name. That's chill. Okay, thank you. And you too, if you can pronounce it correctly. Frere. Yeah, in English. Yeah. What's it in? In Portuguese, in Portuguese. it's more of like a a freire. Oh it's, wow! It's kind of hard to say. Freire. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Freire. Yeah. Anyway beautiful enough about me and let's just jump right in and talk about money yeah um, in this holiday season money is one of those things where it's like we feel okay letting go of a bit of it because you know you're supposed to get gifts for other people but in in a general sense just what what is your idea about money like when you when you find a job are you looking to do something that makes you happy or are you looking to do something where you can kind of save up money and kind of you know go from an apartment to a house and a house to to you know having a motorcycle and stuff like that you know that's a really good question i mean it's something i've only just begun to think about because i i finished at uni a year and a bit ago and now i've just started my my first sort of job basically which is kind of weird i don't Wait, feel you never had a paid job before this not really i mean i had a paper round but i never did any work as a, a waiter or anything are you like... are you born in the 70s <laughs> i'm 22 I, had a uh, paper round. <laughs> I used to read the papers uh, as, I, as i walked with them but yeah so this is my first kind of job proper job and um it's weird i yeah i don't feel grown up enough to have a, a proper job um you know paying into a pension taxes that kind of thing so i guess i've i've been kind of thinking about how much do i spend roughly in a week i kind of think on weekly terms i think maybe food entertainment travel bills accommodation that kind of thing i wouldn't say that it's yeah but yeah i I don't really have any any other job to compare (laughs) it to so i'm a bit unversed in that what about you i'm kind of the opposite way like as soon as i was legally able to work yeah, my parents were like, "Oh, get a job," and I was fine because I wanted to like feel responsible for something. So I've been working at different places since I was sixteen. So but I don't, I obviously can't say I like every kind of workplace experience, but I've I've had a broad spectrum of different things and responsibilities that I've had to do. And looking back, it's like kind of really nice now to have a job where I'm doing things that. <laughs> I'm actually kind of okay at and not just doing so I can save up for uni. Right. So yeah. would you say those earlier jobs, money was kind of the main motivation? I mean, yeah. When you're 16, your parents are basically trying to instill certain values in you, learn to work, have a good work ethic. But also <laughs> your dad's looking in the future saying he's going to want to go to college. And when <laughs> he wants to go to college, I can't pay for all four years. So, yeah, it's kind of a bit of both. Hmm. Yeah. But like my relationship with money is is so weird because I'm very convinced that money doesn't make you happy in any way. Like having money doesn't make you feel fulfilled. 
you know, if you want a certain thing and now you can afford it, once you get it, it's nice to have it, but there's always the next thing. It doesn't it doesn't fill any kind of void that you have in you. But at the same time, I like money to the extent that I would really like to not be stressed about bills my entire life. Right. Or you know, um I guess the middle life clat kind of middle middle class life kind of scares me to a degree just because I feel like I'm always looking over my shoulder saying, Oh man, if if I have a car bill, you know, that that's X amount, I'm really gonna be screwed. You know? Mm. So. I respect that, man, because yeah, I feel like well, you're you're interested in going into music, aren't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so. <laughs> I'm probably not even going to make it to the middle class life. I'll probably yeah. But what's interesting? I mean, I think people kind of stereotype uh, that and be like, oh yeah, you'll get paid loads of money. I mean, obviously, if you get to the top, you you do, I guess. But yeah, you you don't want to become a musician for the money. You're no. you're interested. What what is it about that the profession that that you think will fulfill? I mean. Um, is I it the idea of creating stuff, the idea of putting stuff out there? Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to come off as sounding kind of ambiguous or even egotistical, but since a young age, I've just always literally like felt something inside myself. And I could be totally wrong. It could just be an emotion that I've had that doesn't mean like God is sending me a message or anything. Mm. But I've always connected so deeply with certain things, and I know other creatives do as well. But not everybody does. You know, you look around you and some people are passionate about other things. But music in particular, all art, but music in particular is just something that I think when I'm playing it and making it and I show something to somebody, even just like my parents or something. um, If somebody sits there afterwards and goes, wow, I really felt that, that feels so much better than getting a big check in the mail after a month of work you know mm. just like one little thing and that type of affirmation isn't like personal pride affirmation but it's affirmation that what i want to do and what i feel like i'm supposed to be doing yeah with my life whether it works out financially or not i at least have to try because i feel like that's kind of a big part of my purpose as a human yeah i think i i'd agree with that like um money's kind of a security thing isn't it is it, yeah. you have enough that's fine um you know I, I i'd be i think i'd be happy to work on enough money to you know eat have somewhere to stay etc uh, uh, but I, I i don't feel i need to earn drastically more than that you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah uh, i'm not saying that to be like oh look you're look so, at me you're i'm so virtuous guy. thomas thurgood ladies and gentlemen the best man this side of the Atlantic, but 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 genuinely, I, I'd rather have a um, a low paid job that I really enjoy than a really well paid job that's like, you know, incredibly stressful and you're a cog the in a machine. Is, kind I'm of not, thing. I'm not trying to decrease or question your legitimacy, but I'm about to question your legitimacy. Wow. Okay. Can you proper and don't back down right away? But do you think you can properly speak into that situation? if you haven't lived in that situation before. So like the idea of not having a ton of money doesn't scare you. Mm -hmm. But, and I could be wrong, but have you ever been in that situation where you have bills to pay that you really can't and all of a sudden work, even though you used to love it, now it's just something you have to do in order to make ends meet. 
and you might have a wife or even kids to support as well. Mm. And now your family life is kind of struggling just because what you wanted to do and what you love to do isn't really supporting them or making them happy. Wow. You're asking some deep questions here. The deep Man. drive. <laughs> so all I'm saying oh, is, is cool? yeah. do you do you think that'll remain the same? It's the sort of thing that's kind of an upper upper lower class type of person where you're not really making a ton of money, but you're okay with it. That's a good question. I yeah, I'd like to say yes. I guess like you say I I haven't experienced that. I mean, I love my job at the moment mm-hmm. and and the, the the income is stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like in a way that's 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 really really nice. But yeah, I can't I, in a way I I don't want to assume what I'd be like in that situation. So right now for the listeners listening um on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatnot, we are also doing a live stream of this. Um, and so we have some people asking questions on the live stream. Oh, uh, we have Paul, who I happen to know is from France, not my dad, Paul. Oh, cool. uh, French buddy out in France says, What's your dream annual incomes? Uh huh. which is which is a great question. It's slightly a personal question. It kind of makes you kind of put it all <laughs> out there. I don't really know what things will cost in the future and i don't know exactly what i want even so i'd say whatever income can help have help me have a decent house because i really like decent it doesn't have to be huge but just a nice like victorian house um and a car Vic- victorian sorry i like <laughs> victorian has, styles to be victorian oh, Ed, he Ed, said dream so edwardian. it's my dream not edwardian i'm afraid no, but victorian no. victorian yeah. Yeah. Um so so yeah, and a and a car that I love, I guess cuz I really like cars and then really just to make make my kids happy as much as they can, you know, kind of give them a childhood where dad's not always stressed about, you know, oh, gummy bears are too expensive now. I'm not going to get you them, but like if they want the candy, I can just easily get it for them, you know. And I guess that would depend on how many kids you have as well. It would <laughs> yeah. how, how many kids would you would you have do you i i love kids um but as i grow older i realize there's a reason even people who really love kids put a limit on how many they have so i'd probably say no more than four okay i yeah. maybe five but <laughs> maybe that's just because i have a load of different names for them that i really like <laughs> that you want to i really want to name my first daughter midnight right i think that's a really beautiful name Midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Paul also asked, "How many kids would you like to have?" Yeah. About that. How about you? What dream income number? Mm. Maybe could you provide a number? Well, is this is this adjusted for inflation or? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. I uh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably I'd probably say similar. I don't feel like I need to live in a Victorian house. Um. I I don't even know if I have to own a house, although that may change growing older. You know, uh, at the moment, I'm really enjoying living in kind of shared places, which are obviously cheaper. Whether I want to have my own property one day, I'm not sure at the moment, but maybe. Um, So, yeah, I'd I'd probably say similar to you. And if I did have kids, obviously enough enough to provide them with with the necessary goods. Um, goods souffles and (laughs) and uh yeah whatever they need to grow up the thing the thing about just money is how the world runs right 
and to the degree that sometimes like in corrupt you know political circles money is what gets you to the top even you know really money isn't just sold to you as happiness it's not just displayed as if you have money then you can get this and you'll be better off than you were before which a lot of times is a lie you know um but it also can lead to power and authority it really money supposedly guarantees you everything any human has really ever wanted you know right and so when you and i come along and we say you know oh you're not that's all a lie really you know Mm -hmm. whatever you see on the commercial might be nice but once you have it it's not really gonna change your life in any distinctly positive way at least not long term it's not gonna fill a void in your heart so to speak Mm. um when you and i come along and say that i think it begs the question for myself and for anybody listening yeah but isn't having more money just in general better than having less money so like you could concede the point oh yeah i okay whatever money won't totally make me happy but there's a big but but it's better than having less money hmm this reminds me of something you said on a previous podcast in 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 our extensive back catalog is it seven episodes um i can't remember which one but you talked about how um we're all we're all winning willing to to run that risk of oh well if i get really wealthy i'll probably be quite arrogant and and you know use my money selfishly um but we're all willing to take that risk we'll be like oh yeah well i you know i'd like to try out having 10 million pounds sure i intend to try and be generous and and not selfish with it but i'm willing to to risk that being the case you know but i think deep down we're we're all kind of willing to try out having that amount of money aren't we um, yeah i mean which is when, interesting when you warn people about the dangers of money even if they agree that there are dangers to it it's still better than the dangers of poverty in right. our eyes right in our eyes yeah because which it is would, interesting it would in the end it would be better to be a kind of depressed really rich person with not a ton of meaning in their life but able to get whatever they want it's better to be that than a person living on the streets struggling to even eat every day Mm. and being despised by by the community around them Mm. and in the end as far as fulfillment goes and kind of the end goal of everyone's life i'm not saying money is bad but i'm saying i'm not so sure the two are all that different wow because what is the what is the point if you have everything that you thought money would get you but at the end of the day you still want more you know um my car. I love my car. It wasn't expensive because it was from 2007. But you know, Thomas, I talk the, about my car. <laughs> the amount of times my you 2007 Volkswagen GTI with tinted windows and a sunroof and checkered racing seats <laughs> and a turbo and a stage two tuning. Okay. Does it have a catalytic converter? I, no. Oh. But once I got that car, yeah, I'm happy. I think I'm happier for it. I'd rather have that car than a Prius, right? So part of me is like, okay, it did make me happy. So I don't think my argument here is that money doesn't make you happier for certain moments or extended periods of time, but rather that 
it doesn't lead to fulfillment, hmm. which I don't think happiness and fulfillment are the same thing because money doesn't give you purpose. Fulfi- purpose gives fulfillment, right? And this this podcast isn't about what does give you purpose, but all I'm saying is money isn't one of them, bro. <laughs> yeah, it comes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, doesn't it? You've got at the bottom of the pyramid the things that we all need, um, the fundamentals, so food, water, you can't live without those. And then as you go up the pyramid, next level is like security, you know, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, it's hard to live in a constant fear that you're going to be attacked or something like that. And as you get to the top of the pyramid, it's things like self-actualization and, you know, things that you can live without, but we kind of aspire to and, and feel like we need to a degree in our lives. So if we think about, yeah, what does money serve out of out of those things? Definitely the bottom things, you know, food, Mm-hmm. uh is is very linked to to money um but as you move up i guess you know things like you can do a master class to learn certain skills and that's not something you have to do but you can do it and and your money can provide that um but i th- i think you're right in terms of the the fulfillment aspect money money helps to a degree with with lots of things but is the money itself actually going to fulfill you you know e- even the people who win the lottery how fulfilled do they feel by that probably happy but not fulfilled yeah because you're still the same person yeah just with access to supposedly better things that's all it is yeah you know that's Even all the lottery security. is, people. <laughs> That's all the lottery if is. If you've ever at the same time, the if somebody gave me the gift of a lottery card, I would still scratch it off. See, interesting. That's so that's the that's the if interesting me, thing, I wouldn't isn't pay it? For it? I'm not the type of person to pay for the chance. I don't really gamble. But if you found one, but if I found one, or somebody was like, "Hey, I got you a lottery card for your ticket for your birthday," yeah. would I? as a human say you know what if i do win the money i'm still gonna be the same person so i'm actually not gonna scratch it off because i want to be me in this moment not me just with more money no (laughs) i would scratch it off and say oh please be the one million please be the one million so it's kind of hypocritical the whole conversation we're having i think it's not even calling other people out it's kind of figuring out for ourselves how we work which is great because that's what this we all want to say that money doesn't really matter to us but our ears always prick up at the thought of getting a bit of extra money don't they yeah which which is kind of the yeah the slightly uncomfortable truth i guess isn't it yeah, and it's, yeah. A, it's a risk we're willing to run. Like, well, if if it sucks to have more money, I'll risk it. <laughs> I'll risk it. <laughs> I'll risk it for a chocolate biscuit, Yeah, which I can oh, now buy with you, the money. You can't buy a chocolate biscuit right now? Well, you, more. You could buy a lifetime supply of... Who would want to do... See, that's the reason nobody's going to give you more money, because <laughs> I know it's going to go to that. <laughs> My um, digestives. What was addiction, I going to say? Fueled um, Jaffa cakes. <sighs> Bro, you gotta talk English, okay? Like most Sorry. people watching right now are American. No brand names as well, you know. Other other brands of confectionery are available. Are you trying to avoid a lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that would cost me money. It would. See, we f- we fear losing money as well, don't we? Oh, jeez, yeah. Like, if you have a train cancellation or something, are you one of those people that will rush to get online to see if you can get of a course. refund? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate I hate losing money. So uh, a lot of times I hate spending money on myself too because like especially here like right now the money I have 
is money I raised, um, which I don't feel guilty about, but it does put your pressure, a bit of pressure on you because it's not, some of it's money I work for, but some of it's money I raise. So there's no distinguishing. Do um, you really own your money? No, I mean, money's just representational, right? Yeah. Can we not talk about the philosophy <laughs> of what money actually is? Sure. That's yeah. that's crazy. That's some that's some microeconomics there. Could we touch briefly on the psychology of electronic money and contactless and stuff? Does that affect how we use our money and spend? It's so much easier, right? Smo- so much you, easier. You just you just tap the card. So so for any American or other non-British listeners, a big thing out in Europe right now, but my biggest experience has been in the UK. Um Almost everyone's credit cards is contactless, so I know it's just becoming a bigger thing in the U.S. where you just kind of tap it and go. Um, and it's so easy to spend money because you're not you're not flipping out, you know, like a twenty and a tenner, you yeah. know, with the queen's face on it too, you know, and you, and being like, geez, thirty dollars. You're just like, it's thirty. Tap it and then don't check your bank statement for a few weeks and you'll forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I went to a a club with some friends at uni. I don't go clubbing very often, but they wanted to go, so we did. And um one of them uh was a little bit drunk, should mm-hmm. we say? Um so Why are you That's a yeah, common term. It, yeah. it happened. Um yeah. <laughs> and uh they were just we trying trying to be quite generous, I think, and mm-hmm. just uh going around offering loads of random strangers oh, yeah, drinks. Yeah. And then buying contactless yep. um, those drinks, and then the next day found out that 180 quid had uh, yeah. had been. That's that less one than night. what I thought it was going to be. I mean, I've been in this situation. I haven't been the one paying for everyone, but yeah. I've been in those those situations. Um, That's the genius before. of of cl- clubs, isn't it? That's yeah. probably how they make most of their money because they know that people are just gonna clubs in that make state. Insane money, insane. Laura Grace Coates is on as well. She is a young lady that back in the day I went to uni with. Ah. Back in the day. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, right? Well, this was like my freshman year. I mostly knew her. And I believe, this is weird that I'm remembering this, but I believe she's married to a man named Troy Coates. And we were all in the same major. And they were a very nice couple and not super cringy. It was very nice. Oh, hi, Laura. Well, great to have you with us. And my uh, another Jennifer... Um, from Lebanon. Wow. Yeah. So we've got uh, yeah, we quite have, an international. We have, and guys, this is this is because we're doing the live stream and the recording too. But this is a great reason, um, to email in because we really do have a cool variety of listenership, mm. and everyone's take on money and what it looks like is going to be super different. Not just depending on background, but also culture. You know, um where you grew up and stuff and what you use your money for too because some places when you get money you use it for food and water and gas yeah you know is that petrol or petrol yeah gasoline oh sorry yeah yeah yeah, sorry yeah no you're good um so yeah that's uh that's really cool so as we kind of as we kind of move on from oh just quickly email address the deep drive podcast at gmail.com there you go got her bucked the deep drive podcast at gmail.com yeah cool sorry what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say kind of moving on from questioning how we use our money 
Um, I'm just going to bluntly ask you, would you, and this is really ambiguous, would you rather have more money or less money? If you knew you had to live your entire life constantly having less money or constantly having more money, which would you choose right now? Um, you have two options. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, can I just live my life? Doesn't exist. I'm going to say less money. Really? Because I, I know that myself in, in a couple of years' time might help my, hate myself for saying that, but I think ultimately it would do me good. Okay. What about you? I would say more money. Okay. Uh, after all my preaching against more money, I would say more money. And here's why. Because, because, don't look at me that way. No, no. No, yeah, you're yeah. looking at me like you, <laughs> you, I'm disgusting now. Like, I, he said more money. No, I would do more money because I'm really looking forward to someday hopefully having a family. Mm-hmm. And that's really important to me basically more important some i didn't think anything could be more important than my career focuses and artistic focuses but that has become evident to me that even future family and loving them and protecting them is more important to me um and i want to do that well and, and wraps up in that provision is is yeah exactly. financial and yep. it would be a really dumb decision for me to do kind of what a lot of people do and it's a dumb decision which is start a family before you can afford it right you know um so yeah Yeah, maybe it's easy for me to say because i'm you know enjoying the single life so maybe that's a bit of a distant distant vision for me you're a little bit older than me as well so yeah i mean a year older i mean i'm not married like i'm enjoying the single life too (laughs) but like i'm just looking into the future um you're crystal crystal balling Yes, I'm like orb. Isn't there a meme <laughs> now about like pondering the orb? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm I looking into the orb. Um Yeah, more money also allows me to travel and I'm sorry, but I really want to see the world. And I think Yeah, you can't really do that without money, right? I mean, how I mean, you want to travel and see the world. I don't think there's anything prideful or ugly about that. Well, of course, yeah. one thing you tell yourself that and then you do have the money and then you're like, oh, you know what, you know, buy a better car, buy a better house. And then it starts becoming very self-focused. So I'm aware of the dangers. But that is my justification for choosing more money over less money. Well, I have a friend who hitchhiked to Rom- Romania, which was pretty cool. He's he's on the, the bum it committee in Sheffield. That's what it's What's called. That? Hitchhiking kind of society. Is that not illegal here? Uh, no, it isn't actually. In the US, I'd, it's illegal. It's illegal to hitchhike. Yeah. Even if you have a sign that says, this is for charity, please could I have a lift to this place? Well, then place. maybe you get some sort of slip from the police. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I think you can do it around most of Europe, I'm I'm pretty sure. So I've that. heard. But you you are right. You do need money to, to travel. And so if that's something you want to do, the money but has to come from somewhere, right? Also, yeah. Also, I think this is our two personalities speaking very strongly here, too. Do you reckon? Because, well, I think so. I'm not trying to take away from you being like, I like to travel more than you. But what I am saying is your personality th- seems to thrive in a rhythm. You're okay with a rhythm. Right. And you're you're okay. You're very comfortable just having your thing and just doing it. And you like your thing. 
mm-hmm. which is a I'm gonna say it's a very good quality and better than my qualities. My qualities is I I enjoy something. I want something. I get it. For some reason, I always get what I want. And I don't <laughs> understand why. Mm. It's it's really makes me hate myself. But I always get what I want. So eventually, you know, I see something, I get it, I have it, and I get bored. You know, right. stuff I buy for myself. You know, it's just even experience, like life experiences. I think, oh, if I could just do this, and I do it, and I love it, and then I'm ready to move on. And I never thought of myself as that kind of person, but I think I kind of am. I don't know if it's because I don't know myself as well as I thought I did or if I just kind of let myself go as far as self-control is concerned. And I'm just like, I don't say no to myself because why would I? I don't mean it in a terrible sense. I'm just saying like in a general general kind of way. Um, yeah. So. No, I get what you mean. You're, you like variety and you like... Um discovering new things and and exploration and yeah no i i think i think that's interesting whereas i i think you're right i think i do like uh, a a routine in in a way um but but with lots of variety within within that i i don't feel i need to you know spend loads of time abroad or or something um it's yeah it's interesting isn't it it's kind of subtly subtly different so you're not you're not are you not a big travel boy i mean i i do love travel and i've I've been very blessed to to have some have had some great trips in in my lifetime have you done international yeah yeah um so i i I have seen a lot of places which has been awesome and and very enriching experience but i think i always yeah i go on holiday for a short period of time and then i always i always do look forward to coming home actually um I don't feel I could live the life on the road in a way. Yeah. Um, doing what you've done and, and moving from the US to the UK. It's been crazy, man. That's, that's a big deal. Like, yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about doing something like that. Yeah. And, 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 and the money has always somehow been provided through odds and ends and working and, and people providing. But it's been weird growing up in New Jersey than going to uni in Ohio, you know, mm. 10, 11 hours away only to do that for a while, but then have a semester in Ireland by myself. I traveled there by myself, just kind of did my thing. Wow. Came back, did another year in Ohio, moved back home, was home for a, for a little while, and then came and fully moved to England. And just looking back over my life in four years, that happened in in three years. You could crop that down to two and a half years probably. Wow. As far as living at home in Ohio, in Ireland, and in England. You know, so it's it's kind of mind blowing the fact that I'm eating every day as far as like paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um Well yeah. uh, you 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 came here which was which was great of you to do. Maybe I'll uh, pluck up the courage to visit your your home someday. Eight, nine hour flight. Yeah. Easy. Why yeah. not? Yeah, <laughs> and thank you to everybody um, on the on the little live stream there. Yeah, yeah thank you. It's been nice to have some going. company, actually, hasn't it? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've had Jennifer, we've had uh, Igor. Igor's a fellow Brazilian from back home. Awesome. Um, and uh, I can't read that. Oh, Aline. She's from Germany. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many countries I've we cover as a quite a, bit as a group so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we're just kind of right now closing down our our talk on money and what it, I guess what it does to us mentally. 
um, and whether it's actually a good thing to have a lot of money. Mm. It's a pretty simple question, but I don't think anybody fully believes what our conclusion would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody would like to say, you know what? I just want enough to be comfortable and happy. Of course. <laughs> That's what everybody... Who wouldn't want to be comfortable and happy, you know? Um, I don't think we're really asking that question. The question that's being asked is, is it bad if you ask for more than that? Or if you try to have more than that? Not just right. bad, like morally, but bad for you. Hmm. Um, so yeah, again, the deep drive podcast at gmail.com. Uh, please give us your thoughts on that because that's a, that's a tough one to tackle. And I know we, we've, we've looked at it pretty lightheartedly. But out of a lot of the topics we've done, that's a really big question. Yeah, and yeah. it's quite a personal one as well, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, they say you can you can tell almost everything, well, not everything, but a lot about a person by looking at their, their bank statement, um, <laughs> which is yeah. an interesting... So, it, yeah, it's, it's quite... Mm, I'm almost wincing kind of sharing this and mm, yeah. money what and stuff. What does your bank statement say? I don't know, a lot a lot on biscuits <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't want to talk about that that's great um do you carry cash with you no i'm not gonna really mug you, don't worry nowadays, you don't me neither no. but so many people around here are asking cash and if i do have it i usually give cash mm. oh i'm such a good person aren't i yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah cash is kind of a a, a bygone thing really isn't it um, for here not in the u.s i mean uh, 10 years ago i would have gone into town put my card in, no i wouldn't have had a card when i was 11 nope, we wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> maybe five years thomas ago thomas so good is also a liar <laughs> five years ago i would have taken out say 20 quid and then used that to buy things in shops until mm -hmm. it runs out and then take out another 20 quid but nowadays it's all just it's too easy isn't it as we say yeah yeah i do like having cash actually when i do withdraw money um just because it gives me a visual representation i could say okay i have this amount of cash and i'm going to make it last me till this day yeah and so and all my financial decisions down. are my own yeah all my you know if i want to blow the money on two days sucks to be you you're not eating out anymore for the yeah. rest of the week you know but if i want to spread it out and live a fairly happy comfortable time for that week then i do that so it actually really helps me in financial decisions and contactless and just credit cards in general really make it difficult for me because i i'm good with money usually and self-control but with the contactless it's it's really difficult because when you're hungry you're hungry and you just go you know but without that if i was hungry but i didn't have cash i have no choice i, I can't get food you know sure so. no i see that we need to start mining Bitcoin, don't we? That's what the kids are doing nowadays. My, I, you know, I don't even know what it means to digitally mine Bitcoin. All I know is Bitcoin's like 30-something thousand last time I checked per bit. Yeah, per, it's quite up per and coming, coin. isn't it? So, yeah. Um, so, it's, it's too late for me. <laughs> there's a video, there's a famous video on YouTube. It's famous now where the guy's like, buy Bitcoin for $10 now and you'll become rich. And like, it got like, totally ignored or whatever and yeah now he's he bought who knows how much bitcoin and now he's a multi-millionaire and that makes Brilliant. our eyes go big and say hey that sounds nice doesn't it it's a big circle wow it's better that he bought that bitcoin and now he's a millionaire than having not bought it and not being a millionaire we assume that 
we assume that that's a positive thing. Yeah. Interesting. We're, we're captivated we by stories. Are like we that. wrong by our semi-conclusions? Maybe. I, I think, I, yeah. As we as in me and you. Yeah, we don't but have we, anything. We could be wrong. We could be. Yeah. We could be. This I felt the most shaky about my conclusion out of any episode on, on this topic. And as we always say, for people who are new to the podcast, we don't claim to have the silver bullet of life in I these do. situations. I um, have the silver bullet. <laughs> in fact i am the silver you board. sold it <laughs> yeah um so we, we this isn't necessarily about offering the solutions with a capital s um but hopefully by discussing these things and getting you thinking about them it's pretty cool and yeah. um as we say if you want to email the deep drive podcast at gmail.com with any thoughts on and reflections of your own about about money we'd love to hear them so yeah Thanks for streaming. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you on the other side of Christmas. Absolutely. Goodbye. All the best, guys. Bye.